Hello everyone and welcome. Have you ever heard the name Sampo? Sampo, Sampo. This is Minyoung, one of my former South Korean students. But what does Sampo mean? It's the it's the word shortened for Sam means three, Po means like hogi to give up. So they give up three things or four things in their lives in order to like continue living, I guess. If you thought we were dark with the Japan episode, hang on. Here comes South Korea. Hi, my name is David Duhamel. I'm a professor of economics at Parsons Paris and an adjunct professor at Sciences Po Paris. I tell stories of the world we're living in and even more about the world to come, a childless world. Japan may be the first country that stopped having enough kids, but South Korea is the one that does it the most. South Korea is Japan on steroids. It is the country with the lowest fertility in the world. Right now, in South Korea, it takes almost three women to make one child. Here is Min Young again. I ask her straight up, why the record low fertility? Well, I personally think it's due to many different reasons. The first I would say is, is the economic problem that the young generation is facing. The House, housing prices are skyrocketing and it's more and more difficult for the young people to get jobs, which is why, I guess, in a way, we keep postponing marriage or having a serious relationship. The economic pressure, the fear of the future. It's true that young Koreans are facing a new and scary economic situation. In 1965, South Korea was poorer than more African countries. Today, it caught up with Western Europe. Much like Japan, they went through an economic miracle. But the golden age of 8% growth per year is over. The new generation experiences European-style growth, soft and inconsistent. They discover an era of poorly paid jobs, expensive education and overpriced housing. Welcome to the club, guys. We have jackets. And this puts them under a lot of pressure. This pressure creates tremendous cultural vitality. Whether it is K-pop, webtoons, K-drama, Squid Game, or the Oscar-winning movie Parasite. But the same pressure translates into titanic anxiety. So much so that they no longer have children. At all. Zero. Well, not zero. 0.79. But it's not that different. South Korea is putting itself on an extinction trajectory. A demographer has even warned that at this rate, the last Korean would be born in the year 2750. After that, it's lights out. I insist, not only are the numbers abysmal, but the speed of the fall is unheard of. Between 2000 and 2020, the number of births in Korea has decreased by half, minus 50% in 20 years. Each generation is said to be half the one that came before. Before we hear Min Young again, let me tell you something about Korean students. They are the best in the world. They excel in international comparisons. And we know why. It's because they work all the time, 
in school, they work. After school, they work. And when they're on vacation, you guessed it, they work. But, and here's the rub, they're also the unhappiest students in the world. So unhappy that suicide has become the leading cause of death among young people. For the record, the happiest students in the rich and emerging world are the Indonesians, but they're also the worst students. But that's another story altogether. Let's go back to our Koreans, champions of math and suicide. Min Young links this to the educational system. Well, first of all, in terms of suicide rate, it is pretty, it is high in Korea. And I think it's because almost all of our education um, grading system is relative evaluation. So you are in constant battle, silent battle with your friends. A constant silent battle with friends? Wow, that is not how I remember school. Not at all. But in Korea, everything is pressure. Academic pressure at school and university, family pressure and work pressure. Korean adults work harder than anyone else, roughly 20% more than the average in rich countries, which means that 14-hour workdays and six-day work weeks are not uncommon. For example, Yoon Suk Keol, the new Korean president, just declared that employees should be able to work 120 hours a week if the company needs it. 120 hours! In France, when I tell my Korean students that the legal working time is 35 hours, they think I'm crazy. And then they ask how to come and live here. Pressure may start at school and continue at work, but really it creeps into all aspects of life. For instance, South Korea is the leading country for cosmetic surgery for young people. That's a common graduation gift from your parents. Congrats, you have a new nose. Why? Because the slightest imperfection is unbearable, which makes dating, not unlike in Japan, an extremely stressful moment. It's such a problem that some universities have opened dating classes. I kid you not, Dongkuk University in Seoul has opened a course called Love, Sex and Healthy Relationships, in which actual dates are part of the syllabus. This course instantly became the most popular. It is very Korean to solve a problem by working harder at it. According to a recent survey, the majority of Koreans aged 20 to 44 are single and most of them are fine with it, up to 64% among women. If 64% of young women say they are happy being single, good for them, but it won't help the fertility rate. But it makes sense, because being a couple in Korea is a lot of work. A relationship must be borderline obsessive. For example, a new young couple should text each other at least once an hour. Otherwise, it's over. Done. The city abounds with this sound. That's the Korean messaging system. If you hear, it means I love you. And if you hear, it means are you doing? For young people, being in a couple becomes a time-consuming affair. Time they don't have. Remember, they have work to do. Also, if women are embracing celibacy, it's probably because love norms remain traditional, meaning patriarchal. Especially marriage where roles are well-defined. To give you an idea, a few years ago, 
Seoul City Hall published a list of recommendations to spouses who are about to give birth. I say spouses because in Korea, as in Asia in general, there are almost no births outside of wedlock. This is the advice given to future young mothers. Brace yourself. That's me telling you to brace yourself. Here is the advice. Make sure a few days before the birth to prepare clean clothes and put food in the fridge for your husband so that he will not lack anything when you are in the hospital. And this is from Seoul, the most modern city in Korea. And that's not all. When it comes to marriage, it's not just two individuals. In um, a lot of Asian cultures, it's also like the in-law families, which takes uh, an importance. And sometimes, although your husband might be very open-minded and um, willing to help a lot, and, you know, your in-law might not mm. think the same thing. And that's actually a lot of conflicts in, in Korea in terms of that. Uh the in-laws. Min Young is quite the diplomat here. So, put yourself in the shoes of a young Korean woman. You're there, in the shoes of a young Korean woman? Okay, you're young, strong, bright. You have access to a set of freedoms that bears no comparison with the one your mother had, not to mention your grandmother's. You want to have a child, except you know that having a child entails getting married, meaning having a boss at home, plus giving up most of your career, foregoing a ton of income and autonomy, plus having a mother-in-law telling you what to do. You sure about that, child? Hell no. This is one of the reasons why the lack of children is more serious in Asia than in the West. Of course, the West is far from having established gender equality, but Asia is much, much worse. In some ways, professional life in Asian countries has changed, but family life, much less. To put it starkly, today, a Korean woman lives in 2023, but a Korean mother lives in 1963. This also explains why the many financial incentives put in place by Korean governments have failed. The loss of income and freedom for mothers is so great that it far outweighs any family allowance or childcare. To increase the fertility rate, the cost of having a child should be better shared between parents. And for that, it is necessary to change the culture, which is not impossible, but is very difficult and takes time, especially since Korea has just elected an uber-conservative president, a president who said that false accusations of rape are a bigger deal than rapes themselves. Korea still has a long way to go, but it has no time to lose. If each generation is less than half the one that came before, Korea is crude. There is something else that makes it worse. Immigration, or rather, the lack of immigration. Korea, like Japan, again, has very few foreigners. 3% compared to 12 in France. But in Korea, contrary this time to Japan, young people want to leave the country. A survey conducted a few years ago said that 54% of young people were thinking of emigrating. Hard to have children if your youth is leaving. To sum up, a conservative and patriarchal take on gender roles, a cultural refusal of immigration, shrinking economic future, prohibitive housing costs, a youth who dreams of living elsewhere, and, above all, pressure. Always, every moment of the day and every moment of life, at school, 
with family, at university, at work, in love life, alone, facing a mirror. Am I telling you that Korea is doomed? What I can tell you is that Korea, the land of the morning calm, is going to be more and more so. Calm. Okay, my joke sucks. Better to end the episode here. Follow me in this new childless world. Subscribe, like, put some stars up. It helps. And if you like what you're hearing, share it with people you like. And if you don't, share it anyway with people you loathe. <laughs>